start you get my notes up pull my mic close pull your mic close hello everybody uh welcome to loud dispatch uh episode three we're part two talking about genres mainly musical genres and subgenres um we are your hosts mark and cheech uh, and we are, we actually did that right this time. That was hey. pretty good. Um, so yeah, I hope everybody's week has been great. Uh, we got some uh, feedback from some people. Uh, we got some questions that we're going to answer today, one in particular. Um, but before we get started here, um, I would just like to thank our sponsors. Um <sighs> This one's near and dear to me, so if anybody gets this, please feel free to uh, comment, and I will be for, I, I, I just, I think we're on the same level. Uh, today is brought to you by Motel Hello's Smoked Sausage, the best tasting sausage in all of the county. Uh, and just to let you know, they never use preservatives. <laughs> oh, sounds tasty. This uh, is going to segue into our uh, little discussion here today. Uh, so we're talking about like subgenres and stuff, and that's actually from a movie called Motel Hell. Um, Motel Hell, like I said, uh, I, I kind of figured most people won't get that anyway. But I've never it's a seen it, but I'll watch it. It's a subgenre movie. It's a horror comedy slash like you know whatever. Um, so before we get started, I just wanted to start off with like the definition of a genre, okay? Because I don't think we did that in the first episode. We did not. Um, so uh, like Wikipedia, we do some like research and everything else. Uh, a category, uh, so the definition of a genre is a category of an artist, composition as in music or literature, characterized by similarities in form, style, and subject. So, meaning, uh, like we touched on the first subject, like on the first podcast when we talked about this, it's a classification of music, um, art, everything that like kind of transcribes into each other and sounds similar uh, to get that. Now, you got to even break it down into structure of the song, um, right? Things like that. So, yeah, it, it can get very detailed. Right, right, exactly. Which brings us to the definition of a subgenre, like subcategory. Uh, subcategory within a particular genre. So, again, very simple, basic definition, as you know, but if you didn't know, now you know. Uh, <laughs> now you're aware. Now you're aware. Now, this can be used for several different. Um, choice uh, you know for many different reasons we have genres um mainly for classification however we also have them for you know uh like we said before in the first podcast bringing up uh extra um, um to bring up like extra 
sales, boosting sales, trying to get people to listen to music that they wouldn't normally listen to? Well, uh, how about this? Uh, this thought just crossed my mind. Sure. All right. I don't consider my, I mean, all right, let me think of how to say this. I like hip hop. Right. Only certain subgenres. Right. You know, like, okay, so you look at rock. I'm a rocker, traditionally. Uh, I like all rock. You like, are a rocker? I'm a rocker. Like a chair. <laughs> um, so, but with hip hop, Mm. I'm only a fan of certain genres, subgenres. Mm. I'm sorry, hip hop being the the genre. Then there's the subgenres of old school, um, gangster rap, uh, mumble. You know, I only like certain subgenres. So, interestingly enough, maybe it opens up a genre to people by cla- by classifying subgenres that they wouldn't normally listen to. And now I am a hip hop fan, which I would right. not have been. You know. Uh, yeah, had these not. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go yeah. with it. It's early in the morning. We're gonna go with it. No, and and that's exactly it too. Like that's exactly my point. Um, so let's give a little backstory here on like the history of genres. All right. Okay. Um. So the genre began as an absolute classification system for ancient Greek literature. Uh, as it set out in Aristotle's Poetics. Uh, for Aristotle, poetics, odes, epics, prose, performances such as these had to be specific, specific design features that support appropriate content for each genre, which is essentially the definition that we have currently. Uh, speech patterns for comedy would not be appropriate for tragedy. For example, even actors who were restricted to their genre under the assumption that a type of person could tell one type of story best. Now, what, what does that mean? That means, so in today's language, this is typecasting. Okay. Okay. So with that being said, take some of your bands, right? Sublime. Let's just use them for an example. Okay. Sure. Sure. So, Sublime is known for what? What genre? Um, ska punk, mostly Re- reggae-ish. Reggae-ish. I would go that route. You know what I mean? Uh, and to say that you know you have all these different, like I said, classifications. The reason, however, that you would classify them under that is because of the style of music that they play which is another topic that we're going to jump onto here in a second. Um, The style of music that they play, uh, the type of lyrics that they tend to produce, Mm -hmm. um, the way that the actual recording sound and the message that they're trying to come across with. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is why we would classify them under like the genres that we would, right? Now, with that being said, uh, genre and style are two different things. And this is something that I really want to point out. You have style where you have artists who have their own sort of... Flair? Flair. You could say it's more like um, 
the way that they are. You know their songs are going to sound the same. All of your artists have this similar sound where you know you can tell, you can pick it out. Like if you hear a song that you've never heard from them before, you can hear it out because you can you pick could the even style. You could even do other songs in this style of Correct. So, Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. So with that being said, genre is a completely different thing. Genre is the classification of what this style of music is supposed to be. Uh, and to bring us to a, another point, uh, we're, like, what do we classify these genres? Like, how do you classify a genre versus a style, right? Mm -hmm. so, so classifications, and this is just like a brief, you can add more to this if anybody out there feels compelled to. Mark, please feel free to, to jump in here. I will. Um, linguistic functions, uh, meaning like how they sing, the twang, if you listen to country versus hip hop, like we were talking about before. Uh, East Coast, West Coast hip hop. Exactly. You know, this is what I'm saying. You know, you got your rock, rap, you got your corn. You, you have all these different genres of music. Um, and this is how they're classified. One of the classifications. Okay. Yeah. Even local dialect affects this portion. Absolutely. Yeah. Which, which is something that we'll get to here, you know, in the future and down the, down the road. Cause like I said, Music has to come from somewhere. It has to come locally, you know what yeah. I mean? And everybody yeah. starts locally. It's not like we're just popped out of machines and it's, hey, we're here, you know? Um, formal traits. Now, this is something that goes kind of can relate to style as well. Okay. Um, in the sense that, you know, if you have a certain style of music that you're doing, it's a formal trait. It's kind of like, this is the style of music that we are producing at this time. Uh, and again, you know, we'll, we'll bring up, uh, say, uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, right? We haven't talked about them in a while, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Love Hootie, man. I, everybody does. They're, they're, uh. they're a jam band, but they're also kind of country. You know what I mean? Darius Rucker went off and did his country thing. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it's, it's the formal traits of it. You wouldn't classify what, you know, Hootie and the Blowfish are versus what Darius Rucker does. These are formal traits that are similar but have different outcomes. They're different. They're set up differently. Uh, textural organ organization, right? Okay. So textural organization is like how we put together the the texture of the music um you could write this ballad right but if you put a hip-hop beat to it this ballad now becomes something completely different mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so the textural organization of the beat and how the music is done is definitely an important factor in classifying your genre right agree so so we have rap right and now we have this country rap right Okay. So if it was a rap song, didn't have the country twang to it, we would call it a rap song, right? Correct. If it had the twang with no rap, we would call that a, a country. country song, right? Mm -hmm. But putting them together, this makes the whole package, right? 
I agree. Yes. Well put. And that's exactly the point that I'm trying to make is the fact that, you know, you have these traits that bring on your genres. Now, with that being said, you this is how we classify genres and subgenres, right? Mm-hmm. Because mainstream, while it might not fit into the whole genre, right? Like Sublime, you wouldn't be like, well, they're weed rock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, you wouldn't say that like uh, Maroon 5 is strictly pop because Maroon 5 is one of those bands that have uh, just a ton of categories, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Whereas then you have certain artists that are nothing but that. Garth Brooks will will say is country, right? Will say Never been anything else. Right. That's it. That's all he's been. Yes. Butch, Butch Walker, he's transitioning a little bit, but this is somebody that we'd like to talk about in the future again. Um, has more uh, uh, appeal, if you will, to different genres, going from glam rock to rock to this like weird kind of solo now we're into like this funk thing or uh, folk thing you know yeah that's what i've been noticing from him a lot lately right and this is the true testament of an artist can you take your style can you take your genre and can you bring it to different lights can you bring these sub genres to these different lights and everything else right yeah um that or a true crossover not bringing your genre in but bringing your style into a new genre. Right, which makes you know, sense. Not crossing them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly yeah. my point. So, with that being said, the subgenre was created because we have genres, right? We have mm-hmm. specific genres where, like, all right, rap, country, you know, whatever, swing, this, that. And mind you, it changes over the years. Mm-hmm. Music, art always tends to follow a curve, okay? So what's popular in like the 20s may not be popular again until the 40s or the 50s, whatever. But it follows this trend, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I bring up this point of like a lot of people in a, a few years ago were getting into this like uh, like jazz fusion, but it was like swing fusion, and it was like swing with an infusion of like bass drums and like kind of making it like electro. So it's mm-hmm. like electro swing, right? Okay. Okay. So this is a, sh- a subgenre, electro is. swing, right? We're doing this as a selling point. And we're also doing this to create what we now know as like the subgenre, right? Organization. We have a desire to classify things so that we can explain them. Right. Now, if we can, I would like to get to one of the questions that we had from this week uh, on our Loud Dispatch post. We can. Yay. Mark, I'll let you actually get to this if you would like to read it. Uh, Let me get to it. If you can bring it up. Um, I was not ready for this. Excuse me. I kind of figured. Well, actually, I was ready for this, and I think I still have it up. I got it right here. Oh, okay, fine. Lacey Rafosco wants us to cover the evolution of bluegrass country to pop country. Okay. So. Thank you, Lacey. Yeah, thank you, Lacey. Thank you for listening. Thank you for paying attention. Thank you for, you know, responding to us. 
we're going to try to answer this the best that we can. Okay. Uh, so doing some research, like we, like we just said, art comes in curves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so with bluegrass music, bluegrass music is a genre of American roots music that, de- that developed in the 1940s in the United States Appalachian region. Okay. Okay. So it's a relatively new genre. You know what I mean? Maybe I have like no 80, idea. 80, I thought know. this was like Civil War era music. And here's the thing. It may have been just called under a different name. Okay. Yeah, this is true. Uh, the genre derives its name from the band Blue, Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys. Bluegrass has roots in traditional English, Scottish, and Irish ballads and dance tunes, and in traditional African-American blues and jazz. Bluegrass was further developed by musicians who played with Monroe, including... You know, and it goes on and on and on. Um, basically, it's a a Baptist, a bluesy, a jazzy, and it has a lonesome sound. Now, so this is like your typical like country. I wouldn't I wouldn't say typical country, but I would say that this is like a country type of music to begin with. Okay. Well, here, let, let me let me read. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, yeah, please, please, um, please. So, from musicfans.stackexchange.com, I don't. That doesn't really matter. But what they say is interesting. Bluegrass is a subgenre of country music, which you were covering, correct? With characteristics that differentiate it from mainstream country. The instrumentation is purely string band based guitar, banjo, mandolin, fiddle, and upright bass. Mm -hmm. There's more emphasis on an acoustic sound. Mm -hmm. Uh, The music is more free, and the structure is more complex. Uh, So if that helps, you know, think about country with drums, percussive instruments. Um, Bluegrass really doesn't contain much of this. It might contain a slight, like, spoons or guitar tapping. Um, but they're really, you would not find a drum set or anything uh, within a bluegrass band in typical cases. Now, I would like to point out, like I said, we do the curve, right? The music curve, mm-hmm. how music comes in waves and everything else. Um, so to answer your question, why are we going to pop country? What is selling? We've, we established that pop is popular music, right? Bluegrass might be estranging itself. However, bluegrass country might be something that's on its way back into the swing of art. So right now, pop country is like your big thing, your subgenre. This is what everybody wants to listen to, rock country. I actually, and it's odd that you bring this up because I actually have this conversation at work. Country is one of my least favorite genres. I don't know why. I, I can't figure it out. I've been trying. I really, really am trying, but I just, I, I just, I can't get it. And I'm talking to this guy at work and I'm like, you know, what are some of your favorite country singers? I want to know. I want to know what you like about it. Like, what do you find appealing about country music? Right. And he said, well, I like the rock end of it. I like the fact that country is going more towards rock and like this pop vibe. Okay. Now that kind of struck me, right? Because I would think that if you're into country, you would want the exact opposite. 
right? Pure purity. Right, you would want purity. You would want more of that like bluegrassy kind of like twangy kind of country sound. But again, we get back to these subgenres. What's selling right now? You know what I mean? You got all these country stars that used to produce like more country and now they're producing more of a rock type country, more of a pop type country. I have a thought on this. Okay, go for it. Uh, yeah, this is rare. Let me let me say it. Um, at some point, country, the, the three chord rock rule that makes popular music, mm. that, that what they've discovered is this three chord rule is the most pleasing, you know, setup of music to the ear. So at some point, I think all genres start to adopt this idea. Yes. Um, so you take, you know, when rock started, it was not a three chord thing. It was every chord you could throw at it as fast as you could do it as loud, you know, but they started to refine the sound um, and direct it towards people and what's scientifically most attractive to the ear, uh, which is what they do with art. That's what graphic design is literally the uh, art form or the science of making something attractive to the eye and easy to understand. Um, so I think they've done that with music and I think that's just the natural evolution of a genre. I not to interrupt you, but I love, I'm done. That, I love that point that you brought up, uh, about the fact that, you know, the three chord rule, there is like certain chords that are more pleasing to the ear. So people want to listen to them. Now, with that being said, right. <clears throat> you have your country music you can apply these three chords you can apply these multiple chords to this and create this music that's going to be you know popular pleasing. scientifically pleasing pleasing to the ear scientifically pleasing now the with chords that don't have to be power chords they're just correct. three chords in a beautiful arrangement with that being said, we have talked about the past. We, we like to talk about the past, the present, and the future of where things are going, right? Mm -hmm. So in the 40s, we had different musical instruments than we have now. We now have electronic devices. We have all these different things that we can produce things. We can make things happen. It doesn't have to be live. We don't have to have a fucking mandolin here or a banjo to just be like, -na 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 -na. you know what I'm saying? Like, we can have these things still. However, we now have the capability of using other musical devices, MIDI devices that are like amazingly accurate. We're going electro country, baby. The, and, the, and this is a subgenre. Exactly. This it's is exactly. Coming. No, no, no. It's here. Electro, okay. electro country is here. There are electro country artists out there. Oh, that excites me. And, and you should check it out. There's, there's, <laughs> All kinds of types of subgenres out there. If you can think of it, you're more than likely able to find it. And I encourage. Are we talking like dubstep country, or are you talking just like Muse style band playing country with you know iPads and their guitars and stuff? Check it out. You'll see right, what I mean. Right, right. There's there's different forms of it. Like there's right, way different forms of it. I'm seeing like rave country, like a uh, bunch of people in a barn throwing. Uh, light tubes and shit around and you know to uh Weird Billy stuff. Ray Cyrus on turntables. <laughs> right. 
flip the script real, real quick again okay. like we said it comes in waves again so you know right now we have this uh, a few years ago i don't know if anybody followed it but like everything was like we're going back to acoustic everything and we're talking years ago right like everything's going back to acoustic because we got this electro vibe we got this like metal vibe we got this 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 uh, let's take it back to the basics let's take it back to like you know string instruments and like you know bongos and like really keeping it like close niche then we were like we have computers we can do all this crazy stuff now we have loopers now we have beats now we have like all these different genres popping up we have all kinds of crazy stuff that we can do we realized that we can take somebody's creative art and make it our own just mm -hmm. by changing a few separate things. And there's nothing wrong with that. Art is created to be expounded upon. If you are not, if you look at a piece of art, right? Mm -hmm. And it does nothing for you, that art is pointless. The whole, the whole idea of art, right? Mm -hmm. Is to be, have it pull on your heartstrings. Evoke emotion. Evoke oh, emotion, right. Yes. Now, there's a difference between stealing and paying homage, which we'll come to at a different point. Um, but I think this is a good, like, wrap-up of, like, kind of like the, the sub-genre and the genre. What how they work together and, yeah. Right. How they're used. I agree. Right. So, with that being said, um, let's start some final thoughts. Mark, you want to go ahead and go first? Or do you want me to go first? Let's no, you go first. I'm not right. ready. <laughs> right. So I got a couple of final thoughts here uh, as far as genres are concerned. Genres are put in place to classify music so that we know, you know, if we like this artist, we're going to like this artist. And a lot of this may seem, seem mundane to people who understand this. But if not, this is why we do this. We create genres. How do you think Pandora was created, right? Mm -hmm. They take a genre, they take an artist, they take this, and then they go, okay, well, these guys sound like these guys based on the qualifications that we gave you, you know what I mean? And create an algorithm to make these playlists for you. Mm -hmm. um, again, art comes in waves. You're going to see this. This is music. This is film this is you know literature this is everything everything is based off of something else it's just how we choose to create it and how the world adapts to it that makes it what it is okay yeah. with that with that being said uh i think that's going to end my final notes please by all means ask more questions we'd love to answer them we'd love to find out more um not go ahead we may not even be able to answer it but we'd love to discuss it absolutely you know we're not experts on anything but we we like to talk yeah we like to discuss and you know debate so we'd like to hear what your thoughts are we and, would. and we would like to like i said open this conversation open this dialect about music genre art in general where it's going and where it's going to go right yeah. Uh, Mark, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, I enjoy subgenre. Uh, subgenres growing. As a rock fan, I love to see mix-ups, uh, mash-ups. I loved the rap rock era, um, which I was growing up in. So you know, there. 
um, right. heavy metal, speed metal. I like to see um, country rock right now. I think is really uh, I'm getting into it a lot. Um, I've always I know I've always kind of liked bluegrass and you know folk, and I'm a bass player, so anything bass driven is something I'm enjoying. But um, for me, I really love the mashing up of subgenres and the more creative sometimes the better i cannot wait for uh to listen to uh rave country i want to call it country rave maybe um and uh i think you should listen to some electro jazz first i think okay listen to some electro jazz blow your mind uh trap scat i mean like we have some you showed me some i think so yeah okay Uh, I think there's a whole bunch of stuff out there. And Final thoughts. Yeah. Keep being creative. Yes. Question everything. Yes. Question everything. Please ask away. Like I said, this is your show. This is your show. Once we're done with quarantine, uh, we're going to have some guests on. We're going to have their aspects of it. Um, And we'll do longer episodes also. Yeah, like you I know. said, this one's strictly about subgenres of music. The next one, uh, not quite sure yet, but uh, we'll let you know on our page. Or offer our suggestions. Right. Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Loud Dispatch on Facebook. Loud Dispatch Podcast on Instagram. Loud Dispatch on YouTube, I believe. You can search for us. We're on there. Just look up. Yeah, it's Loud Dispatch. Exactly. Everyone, I hope you have a great day, and uh, we'll be talking to you real soon. Yep. Good morning, good evening, and good night. Cheers. Cheers.